Warning, what follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. Yes. The first American theater was built in Philadelphia in 1766. That's the birthplace of freedom, eventually. Mm-hmm. And that's according to the Encyclopedia Britannica. Nice. That's efficient. I trust that. Yeah. Interestingly enough, the oldest theater in the U.S. is the Walnut Street Theater in Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, that one first opened in February of 1809. Oh, shit. And still... Going? Going. That's cool. Nice. Two hundred and thirteen. Your run. I'm gonna trust your math. I think so. So, theater in America had a bit of a slow start, slower start than I would have thought, at least. Okay. Right. Yeah. I just told you the first theater in the continent was, or the North America. Yeah. Was seventeen sixty six. Yeah. Seems late to me. But I mean, you'd think there'd be something going on. In those colonies. Yeah. Well, there was. Uh, so I looked into it briefly. It makes a little sense why it took a, a while. Not a lot, but it makes some sense. What? Protest- Protestants aren't big on entertainment. Prudes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Boring. Yeah, they were very against that. They, uh, I don't remember. It was some bogus thing. They were like, Nah. They mostly like burning witches or just girls that wouldn't do what they were told. So that was yeah. So you know, witches. Yeah. Jesus, these people. Well, maybe too much Jesus. Maybe that was a problem. But Jesus wasn't burning people. Not that you know of. <laughs> That's true. I got a book that I am going to write that says the opposite. Oh, is that an idea? Sure. All right. Don't hold me to it. Um, Never. I was just going to ask you what you would title this book. Don't. I don't know. Jesus in flames? Sure. Okay. Uh, anyways, it took a bit for the theater to catch on and become more widely accepted. Mm-hmm. But once it did, the industry grew. Mm-hmm. From the Encyclopedia Britannica, in 1825, New York City had high, higher standards of theatrical production, more theater buildings and more theater buildings than any other city in America. Okay. Although decoration and furnishings created an impression of luxury, the early urban theaters were in fact filthy and rat-infested. Right. They had little to no fire protection, and between 1820 and 1845, no fewer than 25 theater buildings burned down. I feel like... Oh, go ahead. That's in New York City. Jesus. I feel like it took a lot of people a long time to decide they needed fire departments. Yeah, they were very against it for a while. Fire departments? Well, I mean... Establishing such a thing? Yeah, they just like fought each other and stuff and then sold everybody's things. <laughs> the fire departments did. Fire departments were They gang. were just gangs. They were gangs. Yeah, they yeah. were gangs. Yeah, yeah. So that's fun. Sometimes arsonist gangs. And... So I can see why you're a little slow to be like, yeah, we should all get one of those. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Like, that's yeah, right. let's get a big right. gang and go steal everybody's stuff. That's true. Yeah, right. But, yeah. Um... Most productions use stock sets and props. Occasionally, an elaborate or specific set would be added. Okay, so that's kind of when things are getting kicked off. Yeah. During the latter third of the 19th century, the general scenic trend was toward uh, greater naturalism. Uh, We don't really need to care about this sentence, so I'm going to continue past it. Um... Design The major design innovations came from managers of troops permanently based at a theater. One such manager was Edwin Booth. Okay. Relative to a certain guy that shot a certain other guy. Oh, no. Not Johnny. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, I think it was his brother. 
Yeah, it was his brother. But he owned his own theater company. Uh, his new theater opened in 1869, introduced several new concepts in the United States. Man, how do you just barrel through after your brother kills the president? Hmm? What, right? it's I like, mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, it's a brother. Change your name, maybe? I don't know. Or just me. be like, yeah, it wasn't me. There's a relation, but anyways. Uh, the most important innovation was that of the stage floor. It was flat and had no grooves. Uh, elevators raised set pieces from the 50 feet of working space below the stage. And flying machines moved other pieces into the 76 foot 76 feet of overhead space above the stage. So you got like these parts that, you know, they're getting more elaborate, like yeah. backgrounds and stuff. Instead we, of just bringing out a few random things, it's getting more visual based. You got pulleys, we got some contraptions moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Booth's new theater, he abandoned the apron and used box sets almost exclusively. Okay. I don't really know what that means, to be honest, but it sounds cool. I could guess, but I won't. Yep, same. Good. Uh, <laughs> Other mechanical innovations were a folding theater chair with a coat rack attached, okay. sliding stage, a theater ventilation system. Helpful. The first installation of an electric lighting system in a theater was in 1885. Devices to produce cloud, ocean, wave, and rainbow effects, the substitution of overhead lighting for footlights, and a process for fireproofing scenery. These all seem very helpful. Mm-hmm. So, you may have caught that I mentioned fire and fireproofing things uh, noted in there a couple times. Well, if we're not going to have a fire department, we might as well make this harder to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, during this time period of uh, theater becoming a new thing and growing thing, it was reported that the average theater had a 13-year lifespan and would end due to fires. All right. Great. Because you see at this time, many of the lights in the theaters were candles, lanterns, gas lamps, oil lamps, open flames. I figure that's how that's going to go. Eventually, there's going to be a whoopsie-daisy and everything's going to come tumbling down. Right. 13 years is your your window. I'm glad they live as long as dogs do. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, well... Yeah, right. Give or take. Good run. Yeah, it's all right. Wow, you're in your 14th year. That's a good boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. but in the theater years, you're like 88, so this, is <laughs> gonna, this has got to go. All right. Uh, yeah, so at the, in the second half, later end of the 1800s and the beginning of the 1900s, new electrical lighting systems were being used. Fancy. They really weren't all that much better. Okay. I'm Exposed sure that wire, wires. Yeah, I was going to say. Faulty bulbs, sparks. Shit. Shorts. Yeah. Do you smell something? Holds this theater? Oh, God. It's 12. All right. <laughs> Time to get out of here. Yeah. Got to put this one down. Yeah, so they, they didn't really make the problem go away. Right? Yeah, no. Things are moving along. Progress is being made, but still not great. Chicago, Illinois. What happened? Okay. You're November twenty third. Talking about fires. Nineteen oh three. Okay. Not that one. Okay. <laughs> I just oh, okay. Not, not the not the great one or no, whatever just a su- subpar one or yeah. mediocre. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, anyways, good old sweet home of Chicago. What do we got going on here? After many delays and adjustments to plans, the magnificent triumph of the first fireproof theater, the Iroquois Theater, opened. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they tried to burn it down. It just wouldn't happen. Yeah. Good. I don't know how they tested it. But yeah, well, I can imagine. The Iroquois Theater, considered a gem in Chicago, was an amazing feat of architecture. People were raving about its beauty and opulence. Okay. All right. With one stunning main entrance and a single massive staircase that was the main access to every level of the theater... The staircase allowed the attendees to see and be seen, regardless of the price that was paid for tickets, okay. allowing the whole crowd to mix and mingle. The okay. Capa- the capacity of the Iroquois was 1,602 All right. seats. All right. Uh, and it spanned three audience levels. 
So it had like two upper tiers yeah. on the ground floor. Cool. So the theater was fireproof, right? Yes. So what does that mean? What what are the precautions? Well, there were fire alarms. Helpful. 30 fire doors. Very cool. Fire escape access on all levels. Needed. A dedicated fireman. Yes, got one. The theater had a large fireproof asbestos blanket that would drop onto the stage to smother the fire. I mean, it's a solution. If there was one. It's a solution for the time, yeah. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> the amount of asbestos we used to use in things is terrifying. It was a problem. Yeah. I saw something the other day. The snow in the Wizard of Oz was just asbestos. They were just spraying them with asbestos. Oh, God damn it. So that's fun. Everything you hear about that movie oh, yeah. Bad is just time. tough. Um, so it had the big asbestos blanket, though. They had a number of fire extinguishers. It even had skylights that could be opened in the case of a fire to let the smoke escape and help diminish heat. Okay. You know, if all else failed. Yeah. December 30th, 1903, the Iroquois Theater was packed for the performance of a musical called Mr. Bluebeard. Mm. I should mention that I am taking this from an, I'm going to be paraphrasing from an interactive WTTW article. Gotcha. WTTW. Good old Channel 11. Yep. Good stuff. Um, so the musical was called Mr. Bluebeard. Many women and children were in attendance at the matinee. Concerned during, due to the holidays. Okay, you know, kids are out of school. Yeah, they were enjoying a three-act show on a cold Chicago day. You know, in the heart of the holidays, December thirtieth. This episode will be coming out a couple days before that. This is the Christmas story. This is the Christmas story. <laughs> oh no. I'm sure everything's fine. Never mind. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm concerned with. Yep. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, the show was sold out, and then some. Badass. 1,600 seats. There's 2,000 in attendance with the standing room. Loaded, packed, full of humans. 2,000 plus, yeah. Uh, near the beginning of the second act, a group of performers were on stage and they were doing a song called in the pale moonlight. The arc light that was used to create that moonlight effect sparked and ignited a nearby curtain. Stagehands tried to, to put out the fire with the fire extinguishers. You know, they had them all. The ones on hand were called kill fire, which is a cool name for a fire extinguisher. It's a cool name for anything. Mm-hmm. That's Okay. Mental note. So they try to put it out. Yeah. Um, the fire began climbing up the curtains, though, and it began to catch the hundreds of pounds of scenery that hung in the rafters. They didn't think of the curtains. Mm-hmm. They weren't all asbestos. How, how, how old is this theater? 20 days. Shit. No. What did I say? November? It's about a month old. Shit. Yeah, bringing that average down, maybe. I was going to say... Uh, the fire climbed up the curtain and began to catch the hundreds of pounds of scenery that hung in the rafters on fire. Um, never, Not everyone really seemed to react at first. Maybe because of it's been advertised as places fireproof. Maybe they thought it was part of the show. It's like Titanic stuff. It's per. It's invincible. Yeah. Why would you say things it's like fireproof? This? I mean, this is. I don't God. know why you think this is going to bring the average down. It's. Oh right, I'm yeah. over. I'm probably overreacting. Yeah, you're. It's unsinkable. I'm a little off base. This theater is unsinkable. They got at least thirteen years in them. Why would I assume anything bad will come from this? Next, you're going to tell me they pad it out and it's all fine. Uh, the article says. Quote, many of them sat mesmerized, particularly children who were sitting down front. Stagehands tried to lower the asbestos fire curtain, which was designed to delay the spread of the fire or even smother it. Yes. 
But it got stuck in a light fixture and didn't come down. Oh, okay. This is one setback. That's right. I'm sure there's more fail safes. The audience, finally realizing what was happening, uh, began to panic. Yeah, probably. Eddie Foy, the star of the show, main actor, ran, realized what was about to happen, um, ran out on stage, and as the fire is spreading behind him, he tried to calm people down and tried to keep the panic from gripping. You know, there's plenty of exits, like, don't panic. He just walked to the exit. Get out of here. Right. Right. Um, from his autobiography, he recounts seeing the audience before the fire broke out. It struck me as I looked out over the crowd during the first act that I had never seen, never before seen so many women and children in the audience. Even the gallery was full of mothers and children. But I mean, because all those exits... They're all going to get out. As long as they stay calm. Right. This is going to lead into a different story you're going to tell me today, and everyone's going to get out, mm-hmm. and we're going to be okay, and it's a Merry Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Well, the fire cr- quickly grew. Oh, People mm. began to panic, tried to flee. The grand staircase that you know brought all of the levels together, yeah. C and B scene, caused a giant traffic jam. Okay. Because it was a really bad idea. Sure. In this case. Right. Uh, some of the theater's doors opened inward, preventing the people that were running to them getting smashed up against them, trying to pull open a door as your body weight is getting pushed into it. Probably not going to go great. Oh, the doors were... Pull open. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, those became quickly impossible to open. Some exits were sealed off by iron gates that were installed to keep people in the less expensive seats from sneaking down. Like, so they didn't want people sneaking down from, like, the sides or something right. like that. So they kind of blocked them off with little metal gates. Uh, some of the doors, or some of what people thought were doors, were just decorative. Oh, they just had fun little, <laughs> fun little designs yep. that look like doors. Yeah, just just to make the design even. Paint some doors, or it's like like Wiley e. Coyote. Yeah, painting doors on the side of the theater. Yeah, there were decorative doors that probably didn't help in a panic. You're like door. Why isn't it opening? And so it was like it's a wall. Hmm. Like fuck it, I got it. Pull it open. So as you can imagine, did pat- they have handles or was it just? Oh, God. I'm just imagining, like, a fake handle on a wall. Yeah. Uh, so, as you can imagine, people are full-blown panic at this time. People are being trampled uh, while others fall to death from the balconies. Right? It's not funny. No. It's horrifying. It's hor. I didn't laugh. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> The visual in my head was just not good. No, it's not good. It's how I, <laughs> There's nothing good is happening right it's now. It's how I coped with the trauma of like some. I'm just imagining someone on the ground floor trying to push open a door that's actually the wall. Then a man just going ah as he falls off the balcony. Wilhelm scream. One of yeah, but yeah, uh-huh, one of two balconies. Yeah, yeah, and those balconies are pretty high. It's definitely not maybe going great. Um. Oh my god. The skylights that were meant to open to allow the heat to escape in the event of a fire. Just explode? They'd been sealed shut. Who did that? (laughs) I I don't know. Uh, When actors and stagehands, you know, fled out the stage door to escape, Uh the cold air mixed with the hot air inside the blazing theater and created a massive fireball, a nice little backdraft. As the flames and gases hit those still in the upper levels, they killed many instantly. The actor Eddie Foy is quoted as saying, a flash and a roar as when a heap of loose powder is fired all at once. Oh, my God. The firebomb, like the upper balconies? Yeah. Another witness said it was a huge fireball that came out. It was already a nightmare, and it just became more. Other theatergoers tried to flee down the fire escapes. 
but the fire escapes were incomplete or icy and dangerous. While some escaped by crossing to other buildings with the help of onlookers, some fell to their death. Some said that like the railings weren't there. So in the panic, people coming out the doors and the people pushing behind them, yeah, they would just they would just fall like multiple stories people, to their death. You've got people falling from the sky, yep. onto other people into the alley next to the theater, falling outside because mm-hmm. they're getting on the fire escape that's not finished, and then you got people pushing to escape. Oh, so it's literally so just gotcha, just falling out the window almost, just pouring out. Like lemmings. Yep. Off a cliff. Exactly. The flames were swift. That's a description. The estimates vary that the entire ordeal lasted 15 minutes. Uh, uh. The actor Eddie Foy was quoted as saying uh, when the fire department arrived. When the fire chief thrust his head through a side exit and shouted, Is anybody alive in here? Not a sound was heard in reply. 602 people died in a window of what is estimated to be anywhere from 6 to 15 minutes. Of just pure panic. 600 people? It's the worst uh, theater fire death in American history. Oh my god! I no one needs to believe in like karmic energy or anything like that. But why declare it fireproof? A month later, something was like, ah, can't be saying stuff like that. Yeah, right. I mean, so six hundred people, at least, or about. 602 people. Oh. Uh, it took them to, uh, a day or two to identify all the bodies. And this is about like 1900 standards, so like... Oh. Mm-hmm. They're not doing DNA testing is my point. Right. Well, so what happened? Terrible, tragic, mass well, chaos. Yep. Armageddon. Uh huh. So those skylights on the roof were intended to open automatically, like, I don't know, through like the updraft, maybe. Okay. I don't know how they had it set up, but instead they were fastened closed. Great. That didn't help. Okay, if you lock them, that's not going to work. The curtain was never tested, which is why when they dropped it, whoops, it didn't do anything. They it also wasn't actually fireproof. They decided to cut corners uh, when making it and so make it f- cheaper. So what the fuck was it supposed to do? Anyways, I'm listening. Ensure a false sense of... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it actually didn't... wasn't fireproof. It actually, when it was dropped and it caught, Wikipedia says it acted as a flu for the backdraft. So, so just helping. That's yeah, what it seems. Just help. Just helping the uh, the mass catastrophe become more massive. Mm-hmm. So, all those thirty fire escape doors. Mm-hmm. They were locked from the outside because they didn't want people sneaking in. The money. <laughs> Capitalism demanded six hundred and two people die. They didn't want people sneaking in, so they locked the fire doors from the outside. How do you expect people what is the to point? leave? Who thought that through? Like, nah, somebody's going to sneak in a free show. Uh, well, there I, were, I read, so this, I'm a little, I've read different accounts on this one. Uh, some that said there were exit signs above the fire, but some said there were no exit signs. Sure. But then... Regardless, either way, they weren't lit because they were, the designer thought that the exit signs, whether they were there or not, they would not be lit because it wouldn't go well with the aesthetic. So money 
weird aesthetics choices. It, I mean, it would be distracting from the theater, the performance. Well, right. I mean, what's more important, escaping alive from a fire or watching a cool show? Depends. What's more fun, dying or having a good time? Yeah. The... Then why even put them there? On top of the fake doors, yeah. the fire exits were also covered by curtains in some instances, so that people didn't know they were there even. <laughs> they were locked, so it didn't matter. <laughs> There's curtains covering them, and they're locked. It's almost like someone didn't want them to use these doors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's almost something was set up. It's almost like this was a giant trap. The It's a human cage. Everything's locked and covered. The skylights, the exit doors. There was no emergency lighting. This, of course, why would there be? It's 1901. That's, that seems like a... That'd probably be a waste of money. The electrical box was yeah. basically right where the fire started, so it knocked out all the power. I mean, so, that's, that's just a bad coincidence there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the theater staff had never conducted a fire drill of any sorts. Part of that learning curve. Mm-hmm. Part of the things we... It's one of those lessons you learn. Well, we, we got to practice this. And like I said earlier in the article I read, there were parts of the stairway that were, once the performance was going, yeah. were blocked with iron gates. Sure. Because, again, you can't have those pores watching or sneaking around. Iron gates. Not even... E- <laughs> and back then, that's so strong. Uh one of the escape routes that led to a, or not an escape route, I should say, one of the hallways that led yeah. to a door uh, Yeah. that was an ornamental door was found with 200 people dead in the passageway. Why would a hallway end with a fake door? <laughs> Why is the hallway there? I don't know. Maybe it had like rooms off to the side. Oh, maybe it could just. But I don't know why you'd be like. You know what? This needs. It needs to look like it has an exit at the end. Yeah, just put like a mirror there or something, or a table, a display. Somebody just really loved their door design and decided to put it all over the whole building. The fire escapes that people were trying to access mm-hmm. to escape from the upper levels. Yes, there was, led to 125 people dying there. Just falling out. They were dan- They were dangerous to use. They weren't completed. Uh. So people were, one, it was too low. So people were falling out on the landing and then they were falling. So, bad time. The Iroquois Theater is not there anymore. No? No. It was... Is it like a Starbucks now or something? No, there's a theater there now. Oh, all right. It's just a different one. I think they redesigned it. Gotcha. Um... Because this actually did bring about big change. I was going to say this is because one of those, this is the yeah. worst one. This is what finally got a uh, standard, at least in Chicago, and then I think it just kind of yeah. I don't know from everywhere else. But that's when like the the typical fire escape doors now that you have with the push from the inside. Yes, and there's no handle on the outside. No, that's where these come from. Or those come from. Makes sense. You can't get in. The illuminated lighting. Get out, yeah. All that stuff. Oh, they also had an alarm system that was never connected. Well, or, why, why even make it? Yeah, you know? Yeah. So the fire department didn't even know this was going on until, like, somebody showed up and was like, hey. Somebody probably ran out there. Yeah. You gotta get there. This place on fire. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Thought they had an alarm. I don't fucking know. I was just watching a play yeah, with a bunch of women and children. One thing I saw said that the fire department was supposed to know when the alarm yeah. went off. And it was never connected. Because, well. I think money? The owners demanded that this theater needed to open. Oh, God. The deadlines. That didn't make any sense. Yep. And they cut corners. And they bribed people. And just to get it done, they got the peop- the fire department. Marshall or whatever it was at the time. Yeah. Just be like, yep, everything looks in order. What You're a all cool, good. just like political, economic, American story. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, 
600. Was this 1903, you said? 1903. 602, most likely mostly women and children, died to make it safer for us to get out of theaters. Oh, my God. Well, it's a big learning curve when you just say, oh, we learned something. Yeah. And 600 people. So then it went on to become the Oriental Theater. Okay. Was located there. And that's since changed hands. And this is right in the loop. Sure. In Chicago. Sure. It's 24 West Randolph Street. For anybody looking for it. Um, is now the Niederlander Theater. But it was the Oriental Theater for a long time before that. So, something like this horrible fire yes. happening. It's a lot of bad, bad energy floating around there. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Here I'm just distracted by the horror. Like, oh, and we got to deal with ghosts or other things. I was just thinking if it's a theater I've been to. I might have been in that theater, maybe. Maybe. I have not. To my knowledge, at least. Maybe. I'm just looking at pictures of it. What it looks like now, of course. I might have. Oh, you know, theaters. Mm-hmm. It's about a while. That's why I don't know for sure. Yeah, I uh, haven't really been to theaters as an adult. Sure. So... That's why I don't know if I've been there or not. It's been a long time since I've been to any theater. Yeah. At least this type of theater, I mean. Correct. Yeah. But, okay, so the place, yeah, that's a, we, I would consider that um, a traumatic situation. Mm-hmm. So to the, they call the alley next to the theater now, Death Alley. Good name. Great. Death's Alley. Oh, good, he just has it. It's just his. Just gets to play around. Yeah, so Death Alley. Uh, its formal name is Couch Place. You know what that is. I don't know. Sure. Or the Alley of Death. There's said to be a very negative feeling in the alley. Okay. Um, I guess it used to look more like how it felt. I think the city tried to... Brighten it up a little bit, sure. make it a little bit more lively. Fair. But good, people still say that call. they get bad bad feelings when they're walking through there. Um, so inside the theater, uh, it's reported that cast and crew see, while they're rehearsing on stage, they'll happen to look up in the balcony and see shadow figures moving around in the upper balconies. People also report seeing apparitions. And they typically are wearing period clothing from the turn of the last century, so 1900s era clothing. Yeah. Cool. So I don't know. Do you remember Anna Gasteyer from Saturday Night Live? I do. Yeah, she's in like Step Brothers and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember her for sure. So she had an experience. Okay. And you can watch. There's an interview of her. Okay. Doing it. And this is like a, I'm going to read more of it. Because sure. We're not going to watch a video. We do it every once in a while, but I can just read what she says. Sure. To you. Yeah, sure. So she was uh, in the musical act Wicked, which I think was the Wizard of Oz-ish one. All right. Because that's, I was trying to think if that was the theater where I saw Wicked at or where I've seen any theater. So I bet it was. It I mean, could have been. It's forever ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how that stuff works exactly, but this was there for a while, it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, around 2004, I think. And that's the time, yeah. So. Uh, and I might have seen Book of Mormon there, too. I think that was the last theater show I went to. It's a long time ago, though, now. Anyways. So, Gasteyer said that although the place was very glamorous behind the scenes. It was kind of dirty and uh, gloomy. Okay. She describes the alley, Death's Alley. Yes. 
as a place that had the gloomiest, darkest, most dismal. It was a terrible alley. It really was. It felt terrible. That's oh. a quote. So, okay, it was 0506. Okay. Uh, when she played El Faba, the Wicked Witch of the West, gotcha. in Wicked. And she, in the interview, she says, there's a climactic moment in which the witch is learning to fly, and a huge amount of smoke and fog envelopes the auditorium as the orchestra soars. While flying, she said she looked out to the sides to see people in the wings of the, I think, like the side uh, yeah. upper stuff. Okay. Um, she said there were a lot of stagehands on the production, but this was more people than should have been there. She said they were gathered, almost like families gat- gathering of people that were together. But once she landed, there wouldn't be anybody there. Families. Mm-hmm. Women and children, mothers and sons and daughters. She also said that when she was moving through the hallways between her dressing room and dressing room in her witch dress with no one around, she reported hearing a child's voice. She said she turned a corner, found a woman at the end of the hall near the stairwell. The woman had two children with her, a boy and a girl. All were wearing turn-of-the-last-century clothes. Ah, jeez. And she's quoted as saying, My first kind of instinct was just kind of a backstage instinct. Oh, there's another actor. I nodded at the woman. Yeah. And the woman was very stoic. She didn't smile, but she nodded back. Uh, Okay. Then the woman went around the corner, and she followed... And she and they were gone. Um, she then asked her dresser about it, and the dresser noted that December thirtieth was coming up. So they were probably ghosts from the fire. The day of reckoning. Yeah. For this poor theater and those well, these poor people in this poorly managed, constructed theater. Oh boy. In the alley, it's said that people take pictures or encounter things. There's lots of strange things in the pictures. I okay. couldn't find any, so I don't have anything to show you. Oh, we might just have to take some of our own. Mm-hmm. It says, especially on the black walls, it's noted that that seems to be where... S- stuff? I guess. Okay. Uh, one local tour guide that does like haunted tours, Yeah, he... Says he has a friend who has psychic abilities. Okay. And would go with him on a lot of these tours, but he refuses to go in the alley. He says there's too much energy in the alley and he won't even go in it. Okay. Uh, He goes on to say that the Marshall Fields department store, which I don't believe is Marshall Fields anymore. Macy's. Is it Macy's? I believe so. Yeah, I've been there. You know, it's... We used to go there for Christmas, so I probably I might have been to this theater. That's why I don't know because I was a yeah, kid, right? Um, but the eighth floor was used as a triage hospital or morgue for the victims. Oh, one of these things, yeah, kind of similar to yeah the boat, yeah the boat one, Eastland. Yep, the Eastland disaster. Oprah's um, Oprah Studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it said that that eighth floor is haunted as well. Where People see things, lots of weird things happen, and it's also where, like, the employees' lockers are, I guess. Great. So all the people that start the first time are like, uh, weird things are going on here. Yeah, this isn't normal. Not used to this. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I don't think I mentioned it, but the alley, so before they went to the morgue over at Marshall Fields or whatever, the... Alley was initially used for stacking up all the bodies. Oh no! So that's maybe that, why all even more negative energy res- resides in the alley. Yeah, that feels very focused, energy-wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people are falling out from there, and that's when all the bodies get moved to for oh identification, I guess. Yeah, at least was, for a 
a period. They identified most of the bodies pretty quick. It was like only 100 hadn't been identified by the time the day was out. Right. But, um, yeah. So, lots of weird things happen in the alley, and people see things in the theater, and lots of things associated with this horrible... Well, just so much death. ...deadly event. Yeah. Concentrated terror. Yep. I wish I had more accounts for you, some more personal stuff, but sure. I dug through a lot of stuff to try to find like yeah. any like comments. I went on Facebook to try to look up yeah, like any personal experiences that people have had. Sure. They got to be out there. I just didn't find them. Not in time. Well, I'm sure it's a lot, yeah, a lot of vibes and feelings and yeah, energy and just feeling off or yeah, I tried. Out. I started going through the Yelp reviews of the theater to try to see if I could yeah, find any. They're all just like theater reviews. Boring. I'm sure there's some in there, but right. there's hundreds of them. And I wasn't going to read them all. Show was great. Very accommodating. Next one's I saw a ghost. Yeah. But I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, but. Right. I mean, we've come across those kinds of things and other, those kind of comments for other things. Yeah. So a pretty horrible event that. Again, yeah, sucks ass. Not great. Kind of changed a lot of things, but 600 people had to be sacrificed for that to happen. Right. Which is unfortunate. That's the worst, that kind of learning experience. I mean, at least people took heed and decided it wasn't going to happen again. Yeah. Kind of hard not to after 602 people were brutally... I mean, you know, taken out. Yeah, and the fact that it happened so quick is pretty wild. Like 15 minutes? Yeah, that's what they're estimating it as, 15 minutes. And everybody was either out or dead. I mean, can you imagine 1,400 people trying to escape? Or 2,000 people? Because we're counting the, the 600 being alive still, I guess. I was. It'd be a nightmare. I was imagining it. Especially when the panic hits, when these doors aren't opening. And it's, it's not a door, even. Yeah. You're just trapped. Yeah, 200 people trapped. in that hallway. And everybody's probably yelling at the guy out front, open the door. And he's like, I can't. It's not a door. It's a wall. Yeah. And then what are you going to do? How are you going to get people to back up? Everybody's freaking out. And that's why it's like, just find the exit and just walk out. Don't. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, you know, the joke, but it's not really a joke. No. When people say, yell, fire in a theater or whatever. Right. I mean, there's a reason that there's a connotation to that. Yeah. Because it used to be a very, very serious thing to happen. Right. I mean, theaters used to burn up all the time. Mm-hmm. People and This died. isn't the first one that hundreds died in. There's one in New York that killed like 230-something. Maybe in Brooklyn or something. I don't remember Sure. I was trying not to get too distracted by it. Well, I mean, everybody, you're watching a show, so you're you're at you know you're at your most like you know relaxed. You're, yeah, I'm here for fun. Yeah, you're not. You you I'm trying to, I don't know what word I'm trying to think about, but you're but you're chilled. You know what I mean? You're you're not in fight or flight mode. You're just. Yeah, you know. but then when all of a sudden you're like, whoa, and you got your kids with you. And you slowly, you know, you slowly realize that you catch up on the vibe in the room. You have your family with you. Mm-hmm. You look for the exits back then. No signs, maybe. And if they're there, I guess they're not lit. I just can't imagine how deep your stomach would drop when you get to that door and it doesn't open. Like, And people behind you aren't going to listen because the people around you might be like, hey, we got to turn around. And then mm-hmm. just going up against more people, a yeah. wall of humans. Just a nightmare. Absolute hell. Then somebody opens the door and a fireball shoots up and you watch it go and it roasts like the top balcony. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, you got a backdraft. Just makes the problem worse. And somebody's like, hey, weren't those windows supposed to open up there? Oh yeah. yeah they're, they're real shut. Yeah, we, we screwed them down. They kept flapping open. We were afraid someone was going to sneak in for a free show. <laughs> <laughs> On the roof! Yeah. Yeah, man. Gotta make our money. But yeah, that is the Iroquois Theater Fire, the hauntings that follow, the hauntings of the Iroquois Theater Fire. 
I don't know what we call that one. How about we just call it Bad Time? Yeah, season five sucks. <laughs> it's going to suck. It's going to suck. Or whatever we said yeah, weeks basically. ago. Yeah, season five is going to suck. But yeah, there's your Christmas story. There you go. Merry Christmas. Wow. And, yeah. Holiday story. So, yeah, this should come out. It'll come out the what, 26th. The 26th. Or, right? As long as things stay on track again. Correct, yes. And so that Friday will be the... Two hundred and no, not two hundred. Jeez, that'd be crazy. We got what is time? It's a hundred and nineteen oh three, hundred and nineteen yeah. year anniversary. Yeah, time is relative and has no meaning, and that shit's wild. Yep. Again, at least a lesson was lessons were learned. It just feels like, I mean, the cutting corners and just, again, of course. Oh, yeah. And so I watched an interview with that guy that does the tours. Yeah. And he, like, asks, like, the, he's, like, doing its tour. Sure. And he's, like, anybody got any guesses on how many people went to jail for this? And some guy goes, zero. And he goes, no, one. He was caught pickpocketing the corpses. Oh, my God. So even that's, like, a capitalism, like, no-no story. He's, like, well, they're dead. I need to make up some money. Yeah. But nobody, I mean, obviously, just, you know. So, like, all the people that just cut corners and cheated the system. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah, they got money. They're fine. Yeah, of course they are. Grease the right palms. Yeah, everybody's at fault for this. Whoever okayed these things, whoever pushed these things through. It's a land Titanic. Yeah, basically. (sighs) Couldn't sink. No, it just burned. It's the fireproof. It was like on all their tickets and like bills and stuff. There was like Iroquois Theater. It's fireproof. Don't fuck with the universe like this. In like eight years or something around there, we're gonna say that we got a boat that's unsinkable. Nobody saw, and the boat was going to New York, right? Or is it going to it right? Go, it wasn't going to Chicago. No, no, that's what I mean. But like it was. Oh, it's sorry. I don't know why I thought New York. Oh, well, well, I'm talking the Titanic. That's well, that's what I mean. So like the point. I was thinking about the Brooklyn fire for some reason. Oh. I, I was jumping around it's just like, thinking. You got all twisted up. I here. was so, I mean, the emotions are not, you know, it's 119 years ago, but uh, still kind of process, you know, all yep. that death. I mean, why would you say it's like walking out into the street? I'm invincible. And a car hits you. Well, yeah, man. You were. Yeah, you were, I mean, you know. It's like driving a tank off a cliff. It's a tank, it's infinite. You just, I mean, what do you, you gotta have exits. You can't drive the tank off the cliff. Just don't taunt faint is my point. Not like that. Yeah. Give yourself some wiggle room. Most likely fireproof. That doesn't sell tickets, though. No. Totally safe in here. Come on in. Bring your family. Even if I saw that on the, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> this seems suspect. Why are they emphasizing that? <laughs> I feel like they're thinking something might go wrong here. What do they want my family? <laughs> this theater really wants my entire family to sit down and enjoy a show, and it keeps emphasizing we're going to be totally fine. Ignore the fire. Shouldn't we? Isn't that default? Shouldn't we be fine? It's part of the show. Yeah. Just stick around. Stay calm. Yeah. Please. Give us your money first and enjoy the show. We promise not to cook you. Yeah. You, oh, my God. But, yeah, with all with theaters catching fire, you know, that was like a, this theater will be fine. You're okay. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, that's why, like, when he says, like, or, like, people noted that, like, nobody reacted at first. Yeah, because they're like, we're fine. It's part of the show. Yeah, or, we'll take care of this. Or it's fireproof in here. Just that vibe when you look around, and you're like, oh, no. Is anybody else noticing this problem? Or when the actor's on stage saying, it's fine. Like, oh, that's not part of the show. Don't panic. Oh, Why is he saying that? I feel we like, weren't panicking. I feel like when someone says, don't panic, I should be panicking. Yeah. All right, let's go out this exit door. Oh, that's just a painted wall. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Well, it's a lot of holiday cheer. Mm-hmm. Just something to think about. What all, what does suck though is like stuff like that. I mean, again, 
horrible tragedy. It would have been a local story here. Yeah. Don't even think about it, talk about it. Oh, it's the, not even uh, on the radar of anything. I mean, I guess that happens the, with time, but the Chicago Tribune at the time called the the back street, the alley, yeah. where they stacked all the bodies, uh-huh. the alley of death and mutilation, which is why it became the death alley. Or well, yeah, it got named that. Death. Like it's like Iron Man, like a comic book character. The newspaper decided to name this thing the alley of death and mutilation. And mutilation, because I guess we'll get paid by the word here. Because it was definitely in the news. They like shut down every theater in Chicago the next day until they went through and yeah. fixed things. And give them all the upgrades or at least, you know, why even put fire escapes if you're not going to finish them? I don't even think you can blame that on the top. That's just a bullshit they move. They got 13 years to get them done. I won't need them until, you know, roughly 13 years. Yeah, and this one's supposed to be invincible anyways already, so... We'll get to it. You gotta see that play, though. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well. So there you go. Well, there you go, guys and gals. Ladies and gentlemen. The Iroquois Fire Disaster. Or whatever name it is called. Generally speaking, just typically referred to as the Iroquois Theater Fighter. There you go. Mm-hmm. Fire is nothing to joke with, and also don't taunt fate. But the people who did didn't even get punished, so I mean that's a whole thing too. <sighs> well, Merry Christmas, Happy Winter Solstice, which mm-hmm. would have already passed at the time of this release. Yep. Um, you know, you like the show, support it where you can. iTunes, the patreon.com slash we're in feared, follow us. Um, by iTunes, I mean leave a review or wherever you can leave reviews. Mm-hmm. We like that. That's cool. Tell your friends. If yeah. you want. And if you've been to the Iroquois Theater, or not the Iroquois Theater, the Nederlander Theater, maybe seen a ghost, let us know about it. Yeah, if you felt any vibes, please keep us in the loop. We'd like to hear about that. In the loop. On that note, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. That's coming too. Yeah. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Stay spooky.